Today, we have the opportunity to hear from a human trafficking survivor and now leader and speaker, Savannah Parvue. My name is Savannah Parvue, and I am a survivor, leader, and speaker on human trafficking. Well, I grew up in Central Florida, and I have two older brothers that are eight and 10 years older than me. And like, as far as back as I can remember, my parents were alcoholics and drug addicts. And I started being sexually abused around the age of five. And my parents knew about it, but they didn't do anything about it because they were afraid of getting in trouble. Because not only did they do drugs, but they also sold them. So we always had people in and out of the house. And um, so they knew that it happened, but didn't do anything about it. Then when I was nine, my dad had a stroke that left him disabled. And it was after that that my mom got involved with more drugs and started like going out and not coming home at night. Um, she eventually left my dad and was living with her boyfriend. And I went with her. And um, during that time, she would go out and steal stuff for her money for drugs and she would she eventually started prostituting herself and then there came a time when I was 11 and I was with her when she went to go prostitute herself and her drug dealer offered her a $10 piece of crack for me instead of for her and so she told him that was fine and he could do whatever he wanted to me and so he took and he sold me to other people and gave her her crack and it was after that that anytime um she didn't have money for drugs she would take and sell me to him or he would come and pick me up and then he would give her the drugs and then take and sell me to other people either at his house or somebody else's house or at a hotel that was nearby and um the staff at the hotel they knew well, they assisted him in trafficking me by he would make arrangements to leave me there and the staff would open up the door to let people into the room. So like in between the ages of 12 or 11 to 13, I was trafficked on a pretty, pretty regular basis. Um, but before I even started kindergarten, I was told not to talk about what happens at home or I would be taken to a bad place. And I didn't know what I wasn't supposed to talk about, just that I couldn't talk about anything that happened at home. And so that was part of the reason why I never talked about it. And I was also afraid that I was going to be the one to get in trouble because that's what I was told. When I was 13, I watched both of my parents try to commit suicide. And that's when I was taken into foster care. And I started cutting myself because I wanted to know what it felt like when they tried to commit suicide. And it became like an addiction for me, um, like a coping mechanism. So every time I got upset or angry, I would cut myself. And cutting wasn't as common as it is now. So I went from group home to group home because they didn't know how to deal with me. And I ended up in a group home that was also a residential treatment center for kids in foster care. And it was there um, that the staff were friends with my trafficker, and I ended up being trafficked while I was in foster care. And 
Um, when I was 15, my oldest brother got temporary custody of me, and I went to live with him. But I still wanted to be with my mom because even though it was horrible, that was all that I knew, and I wanted to be with her. Um, I didn't want to go to school because I felt like there was no point because nobody in my family graduated high school. And even though I didn't want to be like my mom, that's what I thought that I was going to become. So I spent a lot of time with my high school guidance counselor, and um, she didn't ask a lot of questions. She just let me spend time with her in her office, and um, she had two kids that were two and four years younger than me. And we ended up becoming friends, and so I would go to church with them, and I eventually went to live with her and her family, and they just encouraged me that I could be different than my family and the things that I had been through, which I didn't tell them most of what I had been through, um, just that I could move forward and graduate high school, and I didn't have to be like um, my family. And so I graduated high school, um, went to college, and I would still see my mom off and on because I still wanted a relationship with her. Um, but when I would, a lot of times I would end up being trafficked again, even as an adult. Um, and then the last time I was trafficked was in 2013. My mom had just gotten out of the detox facility and was supposedly doing well. And I walked in on a party with a bunch of people doing drugs and ended up being gang raped and sold on Backpage. And at that point, I felt like my past had repeated itself and that I was made to be abused. Um, but that event is what led me to go to counseling and start talking about some of the stuff that I had been through. And I went to a... Um, Human Trafficking Awareness Day in 2014, and at that event, it's when I realized what human trafficking was and that the things that happened to me was human trafficking and that I could talk about them and get help for them. And so that is what really helped me to work through everything in counseling, and then I never intended to speak about it because I didn't want anybody to know what happened to me because I was ashamed of it. But as I went through counseling and stuff, I just started talking about it and have since used my story to help other people and to help bring awareness. What does your day-to-day -day look like now? Well, now I work full-time um, as an accountant for a conference center, and I speak um, pretty regularly at different events um, about human trafficking. What would you um, say to someone or what would your advice be to someone who just can't get out of human trafficking but it um, keeps trying? What would your advice be or what would you say to them? I would say that no matter what's happened to you or what is currently happening to you, like you can rise above it and you do not have to be defined by the things that have happened to you or that are happening to you and you can move forward. It's a long process, but there is hope after being trafficked. Thank you for listening today to my conversation with Savannah Parview. 
There is so much to learn about the world of human trafficking, and as we educate ourselves, we can find more and more ways to prevent it. I hope that you're leaving as inspired by her story as I am.